listening to 89.7 FM KSVG Savage Radio, KSVG.org on the internet. City of License, Mettler, California. Up. Ooh, welcome to the Earl Parsons Project. I am your emissary, your spiritual guru for the next hour of audio content on Savage Radio, 89.7 FM, KSVG, ksvg.org. You can find us KSVG on the TuneIn streaming radio app on your phone. There was some work done on the signal over the weekend, and it sounds a lot better. Shout out to DJ Shag and Boss DJ Jake, the the reggae Gemini, for putting that together. My guest today is Jay Varvel. We'll have him on in a little bit, but I wanted to play some music and monologue, and then we'll do our thing. Why don't we move along with the program, and let's play something from Boards of Canada. This was off of uh, my set at Craft Jam at Jasmine Thai last month, or last weekend, you sh- uh, on first Friday. I had a good time. I'll talk about it on here. In a little bit, why don't we play some of that right now on Radio Savage? citizens of Bakersfield, California, America, Earth, and the universe. This is the Earl Parsons Project. I am your intrepid leader here, your fearless leader, master of propaganda here on KSVG. It's a nice day. Thanks to whoever performed whatever sorcery happened. Last weekend, we uh, dropped 20 degrees over the course of 24 hours, and I was at the first Friday. I was playing in front of Jasmine Ty as part of the craft jam thing that's been going on. DJ Saber, Savage Radio's own DJ Saber's been doing it for a long time. She is second month in a row. She hasn't been able to make it out of work to get there. It sucks, but we we miss you, Saber. Come through. But uh, I had fun. We played some music. I've been really trying to create a participatory kind of environment with when I when I do that. So people that walk by, I have a piece of paper out that anyone can sign or write on or put whatever foul message. I was looking through it. There's a lot of like gang signs and like people and like people saying like really gross lewd stuff that I can't, I'm not allowed to say on the radio since we're back on the radio now. But. Uh, there's that, and I have this book I got of European art from the 1700s, like famous European art or whatever, and it's an art book made where the, there's like 
thin pieces of paper over over just the 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 really thick like cardstock that the book is made out of and you can very easily peel it out uh there's this like really loose glue or like a or like a it's some kind of adhesive on it that you can just lightly pull it out without ripping it and put it up anywhere so yeah i let people take their own art out and stuff and uh if people really seem to like it i'm gonna try it again next month i'll just have it out for people and they can take one if they want yeah it was really great there was a great atmosphere in the air the people i i I thought it was going to be slightly smaller than last first Fridays because of the heat. It was the first time it was hot this year, really. This like this week, the, last week and this week have been the first like hot weeks of the year for me, at least. But anyway, I've been enjoying content. Do you guys like content? Are you guys constantly being inundated with video and advertising and <laughs> and messages? from the media constantly because i am and i enjoy this piece of media called american gods it's out now on the stars network and i know you're thinking stars like it's oh, really but no they, they uh they're kind of doing an hbo thing they're letting the creators do their thing the cinematography brian fuller is the is the showrunner and has really translated neil gaiman's book which is a, a continuation of an idea neil gaiman explored in the sandman comics about about gods and worship and the the new gods are all passively worshiped by all of us but the aggregate of it is what creates their power whereas the old gods used to be it used to be you uh, people there were a select few a hermetic order that would honor this one god and that's where it was very fervently with a lot of adoration and that's where that god derived its power but uh, the new gods like the media and and in the in the internet and stuff they they just get they draw their power just from all of us clicking and liking and sharing and and just like putting out little bits of energy and intention out and that aggregate makes something way more powerful than 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 anyone can imagine and it's sort of about the conflict between the old gods and the new gods in this kind of contemporary world that technology has created for us and it's a really cool and they're they're doing a really great job of adapting the book. The the characters are all great. Ian McShane from Deadwood. I don't know if you're familiar with Deadwood, but it was a great show, and he uh, he's on there. Yeah, it's been a American Gods. I would recommend checking it out. Okay, we heard Thundercat before I started talking, and I'm still talking. Sorry. <laughs> Them changes is the name of the song off the album Drunk. Before that, we had Flying Lotus with Jurassic Notion slash M-Theory off of the album Pattern and Grid World. It's a great EP. Uh, uh, Like, it's a great... Flying Lotus does a great fusion of, like, layering digital and tribal noises in a a, a really cool blend and, like, weird time signatures and stuff. And it's it's very, like... I don't know. It's weird. Boards of Canada let us off that was from the 1998 album Geogotti Don Chorus was the name of the song alright I wanted to tell you guys about a cool show happening this Thursday The what is this Thursday the 11th yes it is at the Mint 
In the back, I'm presuming you can't really fit a band inside that place. It's very tiny. Band from Chicago named Slushy is coming through, along with Los DeVitos and J. Van Kieran. It is the first show booked by Bakersfield DIY, made up of Jacks and all the folks that helped put together Field Cella, which is coming back, dude, next month. Look out. Anyway. Yeah, I would recommend going to that. I will be there. You can go cyberstalk me there, and I'll say hi or whatever. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a good time. All righty. Why don't we move along here? Let's play something from Eric Copeland. When we come back, I am going to be talking with Jay Varvel. He is an energy reader. He, I've, Me and my uh, Sean from the station are big fans of his show, and through that show, we kind of developed a friendship with him and I'm, uh, I'm interested to chat with him here in a little bit but here in a minute we're going to hear eric copeland on savage radio 89.7 fm ksvg you're listening to 89.7 fm savage radio ksvg.org I am JD Dyslexic, a.k.a. Earl Parsons, here on the airwaves. Normally, at this time, we would play one of our sponsor spots, but we're looking for sponsors. So I'm just going to ask you, PBS style, that if you are interested in supporting Savage Radio, uh, this is a Kern County's only community radio station, call us on our Instagram, uh, or not an Instagram, but a Facebook, Facebook DMs, uh, send us an instant message there. That's probably the best way to get a hold of us. Uh, KSVG radio at yahoo.com is the email. It also, if you just want to donate, uh, you can go to the PayPal on, uh, on our KSVG.org, click the PayPal button, and it will allow you to donate. Just even $5 would help. You know, get some waters for my guest here who, who's probably famished. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anything you can do to support this station, um, we're going to try to pay it back tenfold and support you guys. So help us out and we'll help you. Let's play something by the brian jonestown massacre this one takes a little minute to start but when it starts it gets very good Ooh, here we go savage radio ksvg Welcome to Savage Radio, ksvg.org, 89.7 FM. I am JD Dyslexic, Earl Parsons, here with the Earl Parsons Project, yet again. It is uh, 435 Post Meridian, and I am joined by Jay Varvel. How are you doing, Jay? I'm doing very well. Very good to know that is how you are doing. 
but uh, kind of uh, introduce people to what you uh, your work with spirituality and sort of your journey and what you what how your practice works now. Sure, sure. Um, I came out of corporate America, leaving Warner Brothers back in 2012, and ever since then, really being on a in in on a journey to really rediscover who I am because I had. Uh, lost myself in different places along the way, being a people pleaser, and uh, and so that's been a really fun ride. Uh, it has definitely come with some interesting challenges, um, but it has brought me to a place with a lot of knowledge, uh, getting myself through uh, suicidal thoughts and intentions, as well as drug addictions, and um, really coming from some rock bottom places. Uh, finding that, uh, you know, I feel like th- there has to be more to life in those situations and finding my way through it. And uh, in all that processes, in the healing process, um, I find in my practice, I'm able to offer tips and tricks because I've been in these different places. I don't come from a place of judgment. I come from a place of unconditional love, and that can kind of, you know, seem real soft and furry and fuzzy <laughs> but it, you know it can For be sure. it can be a real a real thing you know when i i think when we really realize when we drop the judgment yeah. really yeah i yeah. i quit believing in tough love a long time yeah. ago i think it's a weird concept yeah, yeah i don't know it's like it seems so, so counterintuitive yeah i think there's you know balance of course you know, it's gonna be a little tough every now and again but at the same time yeah it's like i like the whole idea that p- getting somebody to do something through fear or like you know kind of like dominating them to do it like that doesn't come then from a real place you know what i mean yeah did you ever feel like a lot of people say word that you were sensitive to energies at a young age or how has that grown and changed (laughs) yeah well it definitely was a i felt like a negative thing when i was growing up because um i just felt like i was sensitive i knew i was extra sensitive i took things personally i was bullied in junior high and i i know it wasn't really necessarily the bully's fault it was like I was a, you know, a target. I just, I took everything so literally and personally from people. And so I know that that, that made it a little extra rough, you know what I mean? But now owning my sensitivities, knowing I see things that other people don't see because I am, I'm differently aware of those sensitivities and appreciate them now, you know, that's actually a gift, you know? Yeah. When did you start doing energy readings? Was it after kind of your corporate life sort of ended? I was uh, doing them while I was still at Warner Brothers. I uh, was kind of like doing both. Um, I was going to different classes, and I was uh, doing readings and, and healing sessions whenever I could on the side, like after work. And um, then it was just I felt like I got to a point where I had to put both feet on both on one side, so to speak. And you know, I feel like we all have to do that t- at different moments. And so my sister and I, we both at, were working at Warner Brothers at the same time, and we both quit. It was July 13th or Friday the 13th, 2012, and we both, you know, just committed to finding our own way from okay. that point on. You know, whatever that was going to be, you know, we didn't know exactly what we were signing up for, but we're like, we're going to do this. And, uh, I, you know, I can't say it was not been wild this whole time, but, you know, I know who I am more and I'm more comfortable with who I am than ever before. And for me, that's huge because my mind was real, like... You know, I just had a crazy mind. I couldn't yeah. think, you know, I just because it was just my mind was going so crazy. I was so hard on myself. And I, I was just never felt like I was good enough. And when I was so in those places, uh, you know, I, I felt trapped in life, you know. And, and working for a major, like, 
corporate media conglomerate, you're made to supposed to feel that way because that makes the hamster turn the wheel faster and, and everyone keeps up, tries to keep up with each other. <laughs> exactly. It's like this. And it's no more like more of a cutthroat world than the entertainment world of Hollywood, Burbank, you know, just that whole world of entertainment. It takes the game to <laughs> just some crazy places, you know, and I wasn't even I wasn't even in the TV production part. I was in the business side. And, you know, it's still, yeah, it's, still it, it's still all that there. same mentality. Mm-hmm. So uh, did when did your interest in essential oil start coming? That started uh, when I st- started to do the different classes. I ran into a woman who was doing these uh, ISIS activations, these divine feminine activations. And she had a line of essential oils. And so I s- really something about her connect her product I connected with right off. And uh, so I've been using them for, gosh, the past eight or nine years. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting you bring up the Divine Feminine because we attended the Beltane ritual. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it was, it was sort of talking about, like, the masculine and the feminine energies and stuff. And it made me think a lot. I've been reading this tarot book, and it made me think a lot about how sort of for some people that gendered language can be really a barrier. And the, the, the framework it establishes instead of it is active and receptive. And I feel like that's that's a really powerful way of thinking about it. Is yeah, is is the difference between talking and listening yeah. and understanding how those energies work in your life is really yeah. Exactly. It's like giving and receiving. It's like these are flows and like if we only give give give, you know we're going to be depleted. Uh, and it's the same thing if like we're over masculine or under, you know, or under. You know, it's like we it's kind of gets tricky talking about it because again, how I perceive my masculinity, masculinity and femininity is different. You know what I mean? And like, I think that can get us into trouble in a society when we think, okay, all men need to act this way and all women need to be this way. That is confusing because we're, we're not all built the same way. You know what I mean? And that could, and, and, and it's even more confusing when <laughs> people are built that are lived under the dualism their whole life. And now we're in this world where that's all being, tossed aside and you have to really start thinking a lot more critically about what those roles mean exactly and that there's flexibility uh you know sometimes we can take on a more mothering mothering role in different situations and sometimes we might be the more you know just to take it back to like the tough love father um uh, you know but and i don't know i just think that it's there's some interesting places we can get locked into these roles we play as like parent child and uh, men, women, uh, that can get us, you know, can, we can forget we're humans having a spiritual experience with one another. And that, that you know, maybe we should give each other a little more freedom. <laughs> you know, some more flexibility. Yeah, it's, uh, so you make sense. Uh, you, uh, what is the process that goes into making some of your oils and what? And okay. how do you combine yes, the materials? Yes, So I use right now in my collection about... 18 different essential oils. They're all therapeutic grade. What makes that important is that that means the light molecules are still intact, which means the energy is still there. That's what, you know, when you hear about essential oils having these different healing um, abilities or medicinal uh, uses, it's coming from that energy that's in those molecules. Anyway, so from my perspective, I'm all about being able to bring in a spiritual intention or a life intention where you can bring in three to five of your own life intentions, and then spirit literally create, creates a blend uh, that will create a certain light vibration that 
within that light vibration is your manifestation of your intentions, if that makes sense. And the, so it, it's almost like chakra work. Yeah, and it gives bit. you a chance to daily uh, and throughout the day uh, for like a good month to check in with yourself and to have that moment with the essential oils. And, that, and it's literally like tuning your energy field to that place, literally helping you tune into that manifested, those manifested intentions. So it's kind of coming at a totally metaphysical and spiritual angle, uh, but a very powerful one, still using our intentions, putting our, you know, and knowing that we can work together with the earth. You know, that's, there's, there's some power there. So when you started doing energy readings, was it always with the cards like you do on your Facebook videos or what, or was it all, was it just you channeling before? Um, Cards I like to use because I feel like, and especially in a reading when someone can see it, it's a way to help the other person connect with what I'm saying. Yes. And, uh, and as well as confirm it, like, you know, you're pulling these cards, how could it be, you know, just the, how that all works and just the, the confirmation that comes from that process alone. And then when we bring our intuition into it and then there's a message that then also aligns that all up. It's just creates this magical moment that we can have with ourselves. You know, whether we're doing a reading for ourselves, or in my case, if I'm giving a reading, um, you know, those are those are opportunities for us to have uh, the ability to make connections where they might have just been dots. We can like start connecting them and then even make pictures out of them. You know what I mean? And start seeing the bigger picture. Yeah. So. Uh, tell people a little bit about your cards. You use energy cards. They they use like fractal patterns yes. on a lot of them, and uh, that's one deck. Yeah, I know you have another deck mm-hmm. that's a little bit that seems more Native American based almost. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, yes. tell me a little bit about that. So the Native American more looking ones is a woman that I found. She lives in Arizona, and she does soul paintings. And okay, so and they're like like giant size or like five thousand dollars but it's like literally like you can put it on a wall in your in your house yes and uh but just you know her way to express someone's energy so just i've always wanted to get one done um last time though i looked she doesn't have a website right now it's not not up so i don't know if she's you know just very private now or or what the deal is but anyhow she created these cards they were paintings there's so much like hidden de- detail that every time you see it, you're like, oh, there's the owl there where I didn't see one. Or, or like my sister yesterday, on the she was on my show and she saw a giraffe where I never saw a giraffe. And it's like, you know, th- it's just cool when that happens, when the cards almost feel like they're alive because at different moments, they, the different things kind of jump out of us. And that's part of our intention. I think those things jump out of us for a reason because th- th- there's something about a symbol they're giving us. You know, like I'm jumping out at you today because... You know, and then there, you know, and then it's up to us to use our intuition to figure out, okay, what's the message? You know, what's the universal breadcrumb coming into me right now? And uh, that's where not everybody gives themselves time to have that kind of engagement. That's why I come in, you know, as a as a being able to give a reading, you know, as an interlocutor almost, mm-hmm. yeah, between you and the spirit, yeah. yeah. And uh, on your show, uh, it's on your Facebook every day, 11 a.m. Yes. You 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 go out to a uh, – sometimes it's at your home, but most of the time you try to go out to a place at, within Bakersfield somewhere yes. to do yes. your energy readings. And I, I've seen you at the Bluffs. I've seen you downtown. You, you kind of go all over. And you pull a card either from the fractal deck that I mentioned, which yes. is, is – la- is, uh, the other one's more paintings. This It's very like – it's like a – the colors and images it's very symbolic and yeah you kind of just get out get out of it when you get out of it yeah. deck. but mm-hmm. um 
So you do that every day and at around 11, 11. Yes, and there's at eleven eleven. There's the guided meditation. Then so. you do. That's when you do the yeah, guided yeah. meditation that follows it. And yeah, and it's a. Uh, that's kind of how I got how I found out about you. Our our mutual friend Sean. Kind of yeah. We uh, and we had a conversation and yeah. I had been I really enjoyed your show a lot. It's really awesome. cool. Yeah. Huh, thank you for that. So, how can people learn how to connect and grow with the spirit on their own and learn the different ways that they the spirit can manifest in them? For me, I find the most important thing we can do for ourselves is to get remember that we're connected. <laughs> some some of us have been told our whole life we're not connected, and we need you know such and such to get us connected. And uh, I come from the perspective that we come connected. You know that's that's a given. And so, but <sighs> trusting that connection, hearing that connection, you know that's a whole other story. You know, it, it, you know we're all wired differently. You know, and I feel like for me, I know I get very. I'm very intuitive. I'm very empathic. So in that way, my sensitivities, I know I'm not quote unquote built like everyone else. And it doesn't mean that, oh, I'm better than anyone else. I'm just different. Just like I know, Earl, you're different and how you perceive and tune into what you tune into, you know, that, but that's very, there's a reason why we are different. Uh, and I feel like it's just a matter of giving each other room to, to express our, our, our self. So the point it's a, I'm about getting people plugged in back to themselves, getting people to have an experience with themselves, because I feel like when you have that, then you can go anywhere, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and then you can f- go on your own journey because you're connected. You know, you're connected. Yeah. And that's what I think. It's almost in school. You talk about different learning styles a lot. Mm-hmm. Is, so some people are visual learners. Some people are auditory learners. And, and it's all, and connecting with the spirit is almost the same. So, yeah, yes. you, uh-huh. you, you have visual connections. It seems it more strongly. I know I connect with structure and story and mm. form, and that's kind of where I, yeah, that's where I kind of find meaning and significance in things. That's cool. So, yeah. That's so cool. And I love that. I mean, then just even us being able to share that is great because that gives people freedom to be having their own their own spiritual moments, you know what I mean? Whatever that looks like for them. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Just any kind of thing that moves you, fig- figure out what moves you about it, and it kind of will help you figure out what spiritual energy that's connecting with because yeah that's the art is our connection with the divine is our it's a manifestation of our third eye so that's yes it's all right there what are you doing for your moon ritual uh tomorrow full moon uh uh, we are where are we at on the zodiac and on this moon this one's gonna be an uh full moon in scorpio it is full moon uh yeah the way the the full moon it's like the opposite so it's like what the november uh, sign is and that is scorpio uh, and so I see Scorpio is an interesting energy because it really works in the dualities. This works with shadow, our shadow self, because it's the extremes of our personality. Uh, and so this full moon's a big one. You know, this is also the celebration of uh, the of the Buddha. And he comes back once a year to the planet uh, as, as legend will have it or wherever you come from on your beliefs. And this is a time where the Buddha returns to the earth and bestows like the blessings of the the buddha of this current time you know and so we're in that as well so there's a there's a lot of like high energy things happening with this moon um but the flower moon yes and moons in general are a time to release it's a time to say okay what am i ready to 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 let go of right you know time for clearing as well yeah clean house get organized uh complete some things you know if there's anything that's kind of you know something undone and you know you can get it done just get it done you know this is the time to do that as well uh, and so for the ritual, uh, I, you know, make it beautiful in my own way. 
uh, uh, we do tune in in, in a Native American fashion to the four, the, actually the five directions, all the, the literal directions plus spirit. And then from there, uh, usually tune in, pull some cards, and just for the, the theme, you know, the theme that wants to come through for our the, for my particular ritual. And then we have some time to write out our list of things that we want to release and complete for that cycle. And then we take it outside, and then we uh, burn our lists. You know, is our moment with the earth, our moment with the moon, uh, to really let it go. Yes. Uh, all the things that we've cleaned house, and even if we haven't, you know, what we are setting intention to clean house. And, uh, you know, just again, these special little moments we have, you know, I feel like that's what it's about more than, you know, any other particular structure. You know, the structure is important. It's, there's some yeah. framework and the rules. But then once you have that, then I think it's about making it your own, you know, Exa owning it. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's important to take some of these ancient old world rituals that may have intentions that you're not aware of yeah. and, and make them your own. Yeah. But yeah, because then it's all your energy, all the best of your intentions. And that's important because yeah, there's a lot of symbolism and stuff uh, and symbolism speak out there. And I feel like if we don't have our own ascribed meaning to it, then yeah, it's being hijacked and it's being, it's the, it's another meaning that we might not agree with. So yeah, it is important to own that in in that, in that way. Mm -hmm. So you have your, uh, you'll be doing your full moon ritual on Facebook Live tomorrow. Yes, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. uh, what time? It starts uh, at six. You'll also be at the Mystic Fair on the twentieth doing energy readings. Yes, I just signed uh, signed up for one recently. Um, nice. And there are openings available if you're interested in that. There are a lot of openings. You can get a candle ooh, ooh. made at the cottage. Yes, it's like their big event. I know uh, you can get a candle made by Stan. You can get a kind of an energy reading by a, mach uh, a machine that'll read your chakra energies and stuff. That that seems really fascinating. I know I'm interested in that one. Yeah. Just, uh, yeah. And sort of all the all the people who read at the cottage and some some people uh, guest some readers, guests. I'll be a guest, guest reader. <laughs> uh, come in. Yeah, uh, there are a lot of availabilities. That it's gonna be a fun thing. There'll be music, food, uh, yep. good time for everyone. It's the their biggest event of the year. Uh, and it is going to start at 11 a.m. and it goes all the way to midnight. So you can make it an all-day event if you want, uh, or pop in, you know, for your pre-selected reading time if you sign up for one or one of the other activities. And one thing I wanted to mention uh, for the timing on my moon ritual tomorrow, it's at 7:30. So 7:30 to 9. Uh, I apologize for the the other time I just gave. Oh, 7:30 to 9. Yes. Thank you so much, Jay. I really appreciate you spent taking time here. Um, you, uh, I, uh, thank you so much. We're going to play some music and we're going to wrap up the show here. Why don't we play something from Animal Collective on Savage Radio 89.7 FM? I'm in a winter wonderland here on Savage Radio, KSVG.org, 89.7 FM. This has been the Earl Parsons Project. I've been Earl Parsons. I'll continue to be him into the near future. 
but I have to get out of here, get back on the bus to Oildale where I belong. I've got one last song for you guys. I would like to thank again Jay Varvel. You can find him on his Facebook. He will be at the Mystic Fair on the 20th. He'll be doing a full moon ritual tomorrow from 7.30 to 9 on his Facebook Live. And he does a he does a show an energy reading every morning eleven a.m. followed with a meditation. If you could ch- if you want to check that out, that is Jay Varvel. Thank you all for listening. I've got one last song by Flying Lotus here. Remember Beavis's butthead son. Good night. I'll be talk to you guys later. Bye bye.